Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Fessionals Football Podcast, part of the Sports Pros Network, where we're always talking sports, so let's start the conversation. I'm your host, Keith Needham, and I'm joined in studio, as always, by my co-host and good friend, the Fantasy Fessional himself, Mr. Jeremy Butterball Van Curen. Butter, how are we doing this afternoon, bud? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. We got, we got the whole Sports Pros Network here, man. So we're in the studio. We got some NCAA football, uh, the old school game on the PS2 on, on one of the big screens here. Barrett's taking on Clayton. Uh, we just got finished talking about some some English footy, and so now they're playing some old school uh, uh, college football as well. We got, we got Scooter Gers uh, in studio with us, hanging out, having a couple beers on a Friday afternoon, just having a good time, man. So uh, tough Tough to beat here on a Friday afternoon. Weather's not terrible, not not yet here in Oklahoma City. I think it's going to get worse uh, overnight and, and through the weekend. So we're going to enjoy one last uh, uh, um, nice uh, afternoon here. But uh, uh, butter, I, I guess before we get into all, we got we got a lot to talk about, right? So we got you know, Baker and the Browns looking pretty good. Uh, we got Thursday night football last night. I think the Patriots are officially done uh, for for yeah. twenty twenty, right? Dunsky. So, uh, but uh, and, and we got Jalen Hurts, our guy, uh, OU Sooner. Right, he's going to be uh, starting his first game for the Eagles, but uh, all that on this pod and much, much more. But as always, before we get to uh, the hot pod talk, we've got to show some love to our sponsor, Butter, and of course, that's Chalk Sports Bar. Chalk is Oklahoma City's premier luxury sports bar located in Chisholm Creek Plaza at 1324 West Memorial Road. Follow Ben Chad and the whole Chalk team on the web at chalkokc.com or follow them on Twitter and Instagram at chalkokc. It's the best damn sports bar in Oklahoma, and there's no better place to have a conversation about the NFL and watch all the games on Sundays. Always the favorite, that's Chalk Luxury Sports Bar. The best damn sports bar, period. Absolutely. Our favorite sports bar, and I'm sure if you go there at least once, if you haven't tried it yet, it'll be your favorite sports bar as well. So, well, Butter, I think we have to start off from this past weekend's action uh, with the Cleveland Browns. And so I've got it up here on the big board. Uh, are, are they feeling dangerous again, Butter? So uh, Baker Baker Mayfield uh, played pretty damn well against a pretty good Titan squad, right? Final score, 41-35, but I think that probably – flatters the Titans a little bit, right? This game was over with pretty early into it. Yeah, I mean, it was 38-7 to at halftime, and I mean, I think the Browns were kind of on on coast mode, you know, the, the final two quarters, you know. I mean, um, Baker Mayfield and that run attack, I mean, they just keep finding ways to win, and, um, you know, I mean, like, the defense shut the Titans down the first half, you know. I mean, like I said, they were on coast mode in the second, the second half. I mean, um, they ended up winning 41 to 35, but I mean, this game was not even as close as the score whatsoever. Yeah. And the Browns now at nine and three, right? So they're probably right there at the top of the wild card heap, right? I don't know if they're going to be able to catch the Steelers in that AFC North, right? They're a couple games behind and then obviously don't have the tiebreaker. Uh, Steelers obviously lost their first game this week against Washington. We'll talk about that, but, um, they're playing pretty good football, right? So kind of, kind of a scary squad right now. I mean, obviously like, you know, I mean, uh, at nine and three, I mean, uh, it's, their best record in probably 20 years if they win nine I think you're games. right. I think it is their yeah. best record in a long time, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, impressive performance there. Uh, they got a big game this weekend uh, against the uh, uh, AFC North rival, the hated uh, Baltimore Ravens. So, obviously, that's a, a rivalry game that goes way back, kind of given the uh, um, the old-school Art Modell uh, action that kind of went on there. So, those two clubs love to hate one another, uh, and that'll be a fun game to watch this Sunday. And we'll talk about that, but – before we get to that, Butter, again, another team to recap here at the opposite end of the spectrum. Again, the, the Jets, 
the disaster continues. Um, they they dumpster go fire. Uh, yeah, dumpster <laughs> fire. Uh, D coordinator Greg Williams actually gets fired. Right, he goes all in on a, essentially an all out blitz. Uh, allows the Raiders to score late to win that one. They find yet another way to win. Uh, a lot of people were questioning whether or not they were t- trying to tank and essentially lose that game on purpose. Uh, Raiders end up winning the game thirty one twenty eight. Again, that last second touchdown uh, from Derek Carr to a uh, Henry Ruggs the third. Um, Greg Williams it cost his job. Right, Greg Williams is kind of a controversial figure uh, uh, for the most part over the last decade anyways, right? You go all the way back to the uh, um, the Saints uh, D coordinator days wherever he had the uh – what the uh, what you, the bounties right so bounty yes. gate and all that yes. sort of stuff and um, he, pay he's for, bounced, pay for big hits yeah yeah bounced around you know, you've seen him on uh, uh, what hard knocks and some of these other um, you know types of behind the scenes shows over the last couple of years and he's, he seems like he's kind of an asshole right yeah I mean uh, he was actually the coach of the Browns for uh, they took one, over their interim g- yes. gig for a minute right yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I mean like that that play last week I mean he calls an all out blitz on the last. Uh, last play of the game and I mean they looked pretty ignorant and um I mean it costed him his job you know but I mean you know I mean you know I mean the the Jets really um I don't know why they would want to win a game anyway I mean because uh if they if they stay winless I mean they're for sure going to get the uh the last the the very first pick in the draft finish last place you know but but I mean the Jaguars I mean are right there behind them so I mean I I don't know if you really want to win a game this year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, we we all assume that the prize uh, at the uh, at the draft is going to be Clemson's Trevor Lawrence, right? So the uh, uh, top rated quarterback again, just a junior. But I think most the consensus is that uh, he, he will uh, uh, leave Clemson and declare for the NFL draft. If you're Trevor Lawrence, butter, and the Jets have the number one overall pick, and they call you up saying, "Hey, we're taking you, big boy. So you're ready to come to New York." What, what what's your answer, bud? Trade me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the the organization seems to be um, uh, certainly in disarray right now. I don't think it's you know easy to pile on Adam Gase and what they've got going on there, but uh, they're they're kind of a uh, just a dumpster fire from start to finish, right? So uh, I don't know uh, if Trevor Lawrence will will be able to turn that um, that franchise around. And again, you you think a kid that good, that talented. Um, you, you hate to see him end, end up in a situation to where uh, that talent's going to go to waste. So uh, that, that's going to be interesting, and we'll keep an eye, eye on that as we get closer to April. Uh, but uh, but let's talk about some teams that are still in the hunt, Butter. And we got to go to our division, right? So being Dallas Cowboys fans, the Giants and the Washington football team, again, kind of battling it out there. I've got it the best of the least, right? We keep calling it the NFC least. Both these squads are up to five and seven now, Butter, and both get huge wins this weekend, right? So I think I – think, uh, easy to say that these were upset victories, right? Giants over the Seahawks and kind of a defensive uh, battle there, 17-12 to 12 at Seattle, too. So an impressive win there. And then Washington, again, uh, upsetting the Steelers, uh, again, in Pittsburgh, right? 23-17, that was one of the games that kind of got moved around, right? That was a mm-hmm. Monday afternoon game. Um, you know, Steelers jumped out to an early lead, 14 nothing, and then just allowed Washington to kind of chip away and uh, kind of let their uh, their foot off the pedal. But, you know, your thoughts on Giants and Washington, right? I think the Eagles and Cowboys are out of it now, right? So we can go ahead and cross them off the list. It's going to come down to one of these two clubs, and they're going to host a damn playoff game, Butter. Yeah, I mean, uh, Washington and the Giants, I mean, both last week got, uh, I would call them a statement win over very, very good football teams. I mean, the Steelers hadn't lost all year long. Um the uh, the Seahawks they're eight and four and man I mean they keep finding ways to to lose games I mean um, 
that's a game that I figured that the Seahawks would have won. And and it's my Super Bowl pick, so I and, don't feel super hot about them right and, now. And should have won handily. I mean, you think about the Giants. I mean, they got Colt McCoy. I mean, they've got all sorts of backups uh, playing. I mean, uh, Wayne Galman. Um, I don't even know if uh, Devontae Freeman, has, has he came back from IR yet? I don't think so. But Galman had damn near 150 yards against the Seahawks, right? He ran the ball well. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, they're doing it with players that um, – you know, obviously weren't starters um, at the, at the beginning of the year. I mean, some of them probably were farther farther down on the depth chart than than like the second tier guy. You know, so I mean, they're doing it with guys that you know. I mean, that they didn't it's even Col- Colt ex- McCoy at quarterback for the Giants yeah, expect to be right? starting. So Last I mean, the props past. to them, and um, they they keep finding out finding ways to win. You know, I mean, the the Giants Seahawks game. I mean, it was kind of an ugly game. I mean, it was five to nothing at halftime. Um, and I don't know what is going on with the Seahawks, but I mean, they don't look very good at all. <laughs> yeah, again, and it's it, each week it's something different, right? So you know, some weeks that they haven't been able to run the ball all season, so that that's not that surprising there. But uh, you know, the offense has been pretty good for the most part, right? Russell Wilson being able to throw the ball to DK Metcalf and lock it, uh, and being able to spread the ball around. But uh, yeah, I mean, they struggled in all facets of the game this past week. So yeah, just an overall. Ugly loss to a Giants team that I think the Giants play pretty good defense, Butter. So I do think that they've got some talent there, and I think that defense is really coming along. And I think same thing for Washington, right? That defensive line, Chase Young, uh, mm-hmm. what they've been able to do, rushing the passer. I mean, I think that, that defense is pretty good. And if you get a couple, you know, game managers, for lack of a better term, right? You get your Alex uh, Smith there in Washington, and then Colt McCoy's been around for a long time, right? So he's not he's not going to win you a whole lot of football games, but he's not going to make a bunch of stupid mistakes to lose it for you either. Uh, and so the Giants will, will ride with him, I assume, until uh, 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 Daniel Jones is ready to kind of come back for them. So, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're pick a, pick one, butter. Who's who's it going to be? Is it going to be the Giants or is it going to be Washington that ends up winning that division? Man, I mean, I, if you ask me right now, I mean, I think it's going to be Washington. I mean, Washington has looked a whole lot better uh, as a as a football team as a whole the last uh, the last couple of weeks. You know, I mean, since they've got Alex Smith back, and I mean, Alex Smith is definitely definitely has to be the comeback player of the year this year. I mean, if he finishes out the year, I mean. That's I saw a, the odds on that swung like dramatically after they beat the Steelers this past week. I think Big Ben was the favorite for the longest time, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it's like a minus eight hundred or something. It's like a crazy favorite now for Alex Smith. But yeah. I mean, props to that guy. Props to that guy for for getting getting back, um, doing what he needed to do. I mean, I mean, because I mean, for a, a, a injury that could have been a career ending injury, and I mean, he's back. He's playing. He's running. He's he's gunning. He's throwing the ball. Um, but like I said, I, I like Washington. I mean, uh, to me, like since Alex Smith has came back, I mean, they they can throw the ball. I mean, they've got two or three guys that can run it. And they've also got receivers. I mean, it's yeah, not McLaurin like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's not like that they have like one go to guy. I mean, they spread the ball around quite a bit. I mean, uh, Logan Thomas, I mean, tied in. I mean, he, I mean, he, he's, he's doing well. Um, McLaren, whenever he's available, I mean, he does well. Uh, McKissick, uh, Barber, I mean, they've got all sorts of different guys that they can spread the ball around to. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, I think they found a way to manufacture points, right? And uh, and that's all they need to do whenever that defense is so good. And the defense usually ends up – Helping them out and creating a couple of turnovers as well, and so yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you. I think just because of the kind of the 
oh, I guess maybe a steady hand in Alex Smith, that quarterback for Washington. I, I'm with you. I, I think Washington ends up being the team that, that gets there uh, when it's all said and done. I think those two two squads, I'm trying to think, they may they may play each other one more time down the stretch, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, But while while we get here to the last, what, four four games of the season, I guess. It, so it, It'll definitely be interesting if they play, play again. I, I think you're right. I think they play one more time. But, um, you know, I mean, obviously um, – Daniel Jones uh, should come back. Uh, well, I guess we're wrong. They've already played twice, so yeah, okay. yeah. So Washington uh, won both, or okay. no? Oh, the Giants won both. I should say. So Giants have the tie, have the tiebreaker. Okay, and yeah, that's yeah. interesting, right yeah, there. Yeah. So but, we're wrong there. So I mean, uh, I mean, as we kind of uh, get get down to the the last six seven weeks of the of the season, you know, I mean, uh, you got to think Daniel Jones has got to come back. Um, you know, they're going to get. Um, uh, they're going to get Foreman back, I would say. Um, you know, I mean, but man, I mean, obviously, like like I said, I mean, I think Washington, to me, I mean, looks more like a complete football team than than what the Giants do right now. Well, you talk about complete football teams. I think one team that certainly doesn't qualify for that, uh, Butter, would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, no, again, another not. loss, right? Probably not shocking. They go to Lambeau. They get thumped by the Packers 30-16. to 16. Uh, And then the news has, has broken uh, since that game, again, uh, midweek, that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to get the start this coming week for the Eagles, right? So they're uh, essentially putting Carson Wentz on the bench. And I think it, it begs the question, right, is the, is the Carson Wentz era over? Uh, I'd... I guess I have to question, you know, the move now, right? So I think the Eagles are out of it, right? So, you know, what what are you going to gain uh, by by making this change now uh, versus, you know, maybe doing it a couple of weeks ago? You know, even if, you know, Hertz comes in and he's a great success, you know, you win, you know, three out of the next four games, that's probably still not going to be enough to win the division whenever it's all said and done. But your thoughts on this move? Again, OU guy, right? So we're, right, we're happy yeah. to see an OU guy get the start, but uh, uh, the timing seems interesting to me, Butter. Yeah, I mean, it, it does for me too. I mean, I actually drafted him, um, and just call me a homer, in one of my leagues. Uh, and, I mean, I, I think he was on my team for two or three weeks uh, because I had quarterback troubles because I had Dak Prescott who got hurt. Then I had um, Joe Burrow who got hurt. So, I mean, I ended up having to cut him um, two or three weeks into the season. Well, I actually picked him back up um, because, like, I am still having quarterback trouble. Like, I think my quarterback right now is Cam Newton and uh, Tua. Tua was hurt a couple weeks ago, so I'm I'm still chasing after a quarterback. But, you know, I mean, um, what what I think what they're trying to do is, you know, I mean, they're 3-8-1. and they're trying to see if Jalen Hurts is going to be possibly the the guy that that they can go to next year and not have to draft a quarterback. I mean, obviously Wentz. I mean, with I mean we're and we're talking about Carson Wentz a couple years ago. I mean, he was an NFL MVP. I mean, but does not look like the same Carson Wentz as he did a couple years ago. So I mean, I think what the the Eagles are trying to do, um, they're going to see if. They're going to have to draft a quarterback or not, which, you know, I mean, came out this week um, that Doug Peterson said, you know, I mean, hey, look, I mean, we're going to try to uh, help uh, Jalen Hurts out and we're going to use our running backs to run the ball. Well, why the hell have you not done that all year long? I mean, you've got Miles Sanders. Yeah. Yes, you've got three or four good running backs. I mean, uh, your offense is built to run the ball. Why have you not helped Carson? Carson Wentz out. So, I mean, and and then another thing as well, you know, I mean, uh, Carson Wentz, I mean, he was uh, 
they, they played the Saints this week, so he was playing Taysom Hill in practice. So, I mean, I don't know. It's That place has kind of turned into a shit show up there as well. Yeah, and, and I think the the questions are, are beginning to be asked about Doug Peterson and his job there and how you know how much goodwill with that Super Bowl that he won a few years ago kind of buy him and at what point in time. You know, I always think back to the the Bobby Bowden quote, right, so that the uh, the halo only has to slip 12 inches before it becomes a noose. Uh, and uh, it would seem that uh, – that halo for Peterson is starting to slip a little further south and probably what's comfortable uh, for, for him uh, and his term uh, there with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, and as a Cowboys fan, it doesn't, doesn't hurt my feelings to see the Eagles struggling on that point. But uh, um, our Cowboys, I mean, we're in our own uh, shit show to begin with, so I, I don't even know that they merit discussion this week, Butter. But a former Cowboy uh, – was kind of kind of fun, a fun follow Tuesday night, <laughs> uh, and that being Des Bryant. So Ravens uh, again host host our Cowboys right, and they they dispatch with the Cowboys uh, pretty easily. A thirty four seventeen was the final. I mean that probably flatters the Cowboys a little bit. The game wasn't really that close. Uh, Des essentially was ready to play, warmed up, and then got late notice that he had a positive COVID test. Uh, and essentially, he, he wasn't able to play in the game and then kind of got drunk and went on a tw- Twitter rant after that, talking about drinking a bunch of wine and all of his new businesses that he's going to start. And it sounded like a man who was kind of fed up and that he may be done. I think the uh, uh, some some allusions to the fact that he's hanging it up and that he's going to retire, he's done with this shit, something along those lines, I think was the exact quote. Uh, but your thought on Dez, again... God bless him. He just hasn't been able to buy, uh, find a break here the last couple butter or years, butter. So he's obviously tried to come back, right? He had the uh, the Achilles injury, you know, last year with the Saints. He's tried to get back into the loop with the, uh, the Ravens here on one or two occasions. Seemed like he was finally ready to go Tuesday night, and then is uh, essentially pulled from the game moments before it started. Yeah, I mean, he looked like he was warming up really good, and then you know, whenever he, whenever he went off the field, I thought he was going to go take a shit, you know. But obviously, he never did come back out onto the field. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and again, what's what's wild is that the NFL kind of comes back out saying, "Hey, we followed all the protocols. You know, nobody else had close contact." And I'm pretty sure that there were shots of Des, you know, kind of giving some love and some dap to some other guys out on the field and stuff. And it's like, who the fuck are you guys trying to lie to? Who are you trying to fool? It's like, I mean, I'm sure he probably it probably did come back a positive test, right? And so it was kind of a late catch. But uh, let's not sit here and pretend that uh, he probably didn't have contact. I mean, he he. I assume that he rode the bus to the game with the other players or whatever it is. I mean, he was definitely in the locker room. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the, 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 the reasoning and the logic behind some of these moves uh, related to COVID uh, just doesn't really make any sense. And I'm sure the NFL was at that point saying, hey, we're 10 minutes from kickoff. We're not scrapping this fucking game. This, the show is going to go on regardless. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, who, who they're fooling there. But you would hope that, uh, uh, again, between the Cowboys and Ravens camp, that there, there isn't kind of an outbreak down there now, which – I mean, the Ravens have had to deal with those issues for the last couple of weeks themselves, but and the Cowboys are, I mean, they're out of it, but uh, it doesn't really matter on that front. But uh, certainly, don't want anybody to get sick and everybody stay healthy there. So, but uh, he, he obviously didn't get to face his former team for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure he was probably fired up, right? <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't exactly the, um, uh, the 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 best of splits, from what I recall, a few years ago, whenever uh, uh, Dez and the Cowboys did part ways. So kind of some bad blood there. So I'm sure he was fired up and was looking to have a good game. But uh, yeah, unfortunate that he didn't get to play. But uh, uh, well, other games that kind of took place this week, butter. So Bills over the forty. Niners uh, on Monday, 34-24. Again, Bills look like a pretty good football team, 9-3. They host the Steelers this week. We're going to talk about that one here in a moment. Um, you had Chiefs 
Again, continue. They're right there at 11 and 1, tied with the Steelers for the best record in the NFL. Um, they do just enough, right? It felt like they were kind of toying with the Broncos. They probably could have. Kind of a weird game. Just to- yeah, yeah. 22 points is pretty low scoring output for the Chiefs, you'd think, but that was all they needed. Uh, Patriots thumped the Chargers 45 nothing, and then they turned around and get their asses kicked by the Rams on Thursday night football last night. Uh, so, you again, we think that the Patriots are probably done at this point. Um, Rams, again, uh, over over the Cardinals, 38-28. They seem to be peaking at the right time, Butter. I think that that's going to be a dangerous uh, club mm-hmm. yeah, uh, once we get right. to the playoffs. Colts over the Texans, 26-20. Again, you got to feel bad for Deshaun Watson. What what more can he do? Who's he going to throw the ball to? Right, Real Fuller's out now due to PED suspensions. Um, just a super talented player, kind of stuck in a quagmire of a shitty – uh, team there. Uh, Vikings over the Jags in overtime, 27-24. That game a little closer than most expected. Uh, Dolphins over the Bengals, 19-7. I kind of thought that, that would be a little bit better game, but uh, again, Tua comes back in, gets the start, plays pretty well, right? Damn near 300 yards and a touchdown there, but again, defense dominated that one for the Dolphins. Um, obviously, we mentioned Browns over Titans, and then the Lions, your Lions, Barrett, off the schneid, right? They get a win, 34 34- to 30 over the Bears. They're both 5-7. and seven. Um, Probably neither team go, going to make any any moves there. And then Saints over the Falcons, 21-16. The Taysom Hill experiment, Butter, it continues to work, bud. Best record in the NFC. It, but you got to think about this for just a second. It was not very long ago that the Bears were 5-1. and one. They were, yeah. That's crazy <laughs> to think that, yeah. In which we were saying it then, like, mm, this team's not that good, right? They don't really pass the eye test. I, I, don't, I don't know that they're as good as their record indicates. And, again, the football gods have a way of kind of evening some things out, and uh, they've certainly kind of regressed uh, back to the mean. They'll probably end up going 8-8 eight and eight if I had to guess, right? So they'll probably win a couple of games here down the stretch, and I think 500 is probably about where that team belongs. So, Well, Butter, let's move ahead to this weekend. Again, we had Thursday some, night football some, some last night. Some good matchups. Yeah, some, some good, good games. games, right? The last couple of weeks, there's kind of been some ugly slates, right? There hadn't been a whole lot of big games, uh, but we are blessed this weekend with some really fun matchups, some some winning squads versus winning squads, playoff teams versus playoff teams. Right, we had Rams last night, right, over the, the Patriots 24-3. They dominate that game. Cam Akers probably had his best game as a professional, but, I mean, um, you look at it this way, you know, I mean, they've kind of split the carries all all year. I mean, you got Henderson uh, and you got Malcolm Brown out there, and, uh, man, Cam Akers, 29 carries, 171 yards. I mean, that that's kind of what you expected uh, from the very get-go, but, you know, I mean, he's had some injuries. He's been held out some. So, I mean, man, I mean, they, uh, they get it done. <laughs> I mean – and, and 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 they dominated this ball game. Yeah, nine and four, and they're probably in the driver's seat to go ahead and win that NFC West division now, right? So they got some tiebreakers with the Seahawks. Again, Seahawks obviously lose this past week to the Giants. They get a biggie coming up this weekend uh, that they're going to need to win to kind of keep pace with the Rams. But uh, yeah, I think the Rams again, they they were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They're not that far removed. Uh, from being a really, really good football team, and they seem to be clicking and coming together at the right time. So, uh, well, well, let's start off with the noon kickoffs, Butter. And I think we got to start with a, again, kind of a decent AFC matchup here. Kansas City Chiefs on the road, taking on the Miami Dolphins. So, Chiefs favorites in this one, seven and a half, um, eight points, depending upon your book. Total here, right around 50 points. Again, the hook, either way, depending upon your book. Again, Chiefs, they feel like they've been doing just enough. Dolphins feel like they've maybe been punching it above their weight class over the last few weeks, Butter. Who you got in this one, Chiefs and Dolphins? Man, I mean, like you said, I mean, like the the Chiefs, I mean, have been doing just enough. But, man, I mean, they keep finding ways to win. Um, I like the Chiefs in this game. 
But I mean, I I don't like them to cover. I mean, I like I I think it's going to be like a twenty four twenty one ball game. So a close win for the Chiefs. All right, I'm I like the Chiefs to kind of break out in this one I, again. I think they've been doing just enough. I think they know that the Dolphins are dangerous if you let them hang around. Right, I think they play good defense, but I, I think um, in this this matchup, people are going to be looking at the quarterbacks, right? So you got Patrick Mahomes, you got you know Tua Tagovailoa, the rookie coming in. You know, so much buzz around him. Um, I think the Chiefs win this game, and I think they win it comfortably. Um, you know, the, the backdoor cover is always kind of spooky uh, for you here because I think the Dolphins can score late um, and, and maybe, you know, screw up the bet here. But I would lean towards the Chiefs. Um, and I like the over in this one, Butter. So give me a 34-24 to 24 type of game somewhere in that ballpark. So, uh, But I like the Chiefs to win. Again, I, I like them to cover. And so I'll, I'll lay the points there on this one. So, uh, well, let's go to the NFC, Butter. Again, uh, two teams kind of heading in the opposite directions here. The Cardinals, again, I think they've lost, what, four out of five, five out of six, something like that, but for the Hell Murray a couple weeks ago um, against the, the Bills, I think, right? So the, the Cardinals would have lost, um, uh, you know, five games, six games in a row. Uh, they're reeling. Uh, they head up to New York to take on the Giants, who, again, seem to be rounding in the form. They're playing pretty good football here. We'll see who's you know going to be playing for the Giants. Again, they're kind of a uh, walking injury ward right now, but they are playing really, really good defense. Cardinals favored in this one, Butter. So this line opened up around one, one and a half. It's all the way up to Cardinals minus three now. Uh, total on this one, 45 and a half. Your thoughts on Cardinals and Giants, and can the cards get off the schneid? Man, like you said, I mean, I think the Giants have a really, really good defense. Um, but, I mean, it's just kind of um, it's kind of one of those deals. I mean, which, uh, which guys are going to be healthy and which guys are going to be off of the uh, – the injury list for the Giants. I mean, uh, Kyler Murray's actually had a pretty good, pretty good year. You know, I mean, um, they've had some tough losses, um, but in this game right here, I mean, I like the I like the Cardinals to win this ball game. Uh, I like them to cover as well. I'm with you. I, I think that the Cardinals again, things just have a way of balancing themselves out. The Cardinals they may have lost a couple games here during this this kind of uh, tough stretch for them that they probably shouldn't have lost. Whereas the Giants. I mean, they're not better than the Seahawks. I, I don't care about her. So I know that they won last week, uh, but that was probably an improbable win for them. I think the way I think things have a way of bouncing it out. Uh, give me the Cardinals. I do think it's a close game. I think the Giants keep this close, but I, I've I've got this. Uh, you know, I think the line's pretty pretty good, man. I think it's 24-21 Cardinals somewhere yeah, in that ballpark. I'll agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, I like the Cards to win this one as well. So, well, let's head down south, butter down to Tampa, Buccaneers. Uh, TB12, the GOAT, hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings um, are, are, are a dog here. Tampa Bay favored by six and a half, a six, depending upon your book. Again, total here around 52 points. Uh, Vikings close win over Jacksonville this past week, right? So probably a little closer than what it should have been. But the Vikings have been playing good football here as of late. Again, that only inexplicable loss to our Cowboys a couple weeks ago that, that just kind of their only blotch uh, on the last uh, few weeks. Bucks. I mean, they've they've been kind of a schizo team, man. So they've had great performances. They've had unexplainable performances. I think back to that Sunday night game against the Saints a few weeks ago where they laid an egg, 38-3. You know, your thoughts on this one, Butter? So Bucks, Vikings, again, both these teams are kind of right there in the playoff hunt for those wild card spots, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously the Vikings are going to try to uh, run the ball with Dalvin Cook, you know. And, um, you know, I mean, Tom Brady, I mean, he's going to use his – his slew of wide receivers, and I mean they're going to try to run the ball with Ronald Jones and um, and Leonard Fournette. 
Uh, but, I mean, I think this is going to be a very, very close game. And like you said, I mean, you touched on it. I mean, it just depends on which Buccaneers team is going to come come play. I mean, uh, is it going to be the team that uh, that beats the Vikings by, you know, 21 points, which they're actually capable of? Or is it going to be one that, uh, you know, I mean, the, the Buccaneers win by a field goal? Um, I think the Buccaneers win this game. But um, as far as, like, betting lines, I mean, I would take the – I'm, I'm going to take the Vikings because I think it's going to be – you know, uh, 24-27, 30-27. I think it comes down to a field goal. Yeah, this line seems a little off to me, Butter. I, I wouldn't have thought that the Bucks would be, you know, this big of a favorite, right? So, again, one game separates them, right? So, 7-5, and 6-6. Six and six. It's not as if the Bucks have just been dominant and been the much better team uh, from a record standpoint. And, again, the Vikings have been hot – I don't know. I feel like Vegas may know something here. So this line just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like they're wanting us to take the Vikes. And so I'm going to go Bucks here, uh, and I'm going to lay the points, and I'm going to take Tampa Bay to cover just because the line seems a little goofy to me. I would lean towards the over uh, because I think both these teams are capable of scoring a lot of points. And so give me the Bucks and give me the over in this one. And I like this, you know, 38 31, uh, you know, 30, 35, 27, somewhere in that ballpark. I think there'll be a lot of points scored in this one. Probably a fun game to watch yeah. uh, in that noon slot there, 1 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday afternoon. So uh, so I'll, I'll lay the points. Give me the bucks in this one. So, well, let's let's go back to the AFC, Butter, and uh, getting into that 3 o'clock time slot here. Colts at the Raiders. Again, two teams that are right there in the playoff hunt, right? Colts at 8-4, and four, got that big win over the Texans, kind of bounced back uh, after that disappointing loss to the Titans a couple weeks ago. Again, we the Raiders, kind of a crazy win for them, right? The last second uh, uh, all-out blitz from the Jets. So, so they narrowly escape uh, uh, New York this past week, but they're right there at 7-5. and five. Uh, Colts are favored in this one, Butter. Three, three and a half, depending upon your book. Total here, 52 points. Your thoughts on the Colts heading out west of Vegas to take on the Raiders man I mean um I really like the Colts in this ball game uh just because I mean the Colts have a really good defense they've got Phillip Rivers and they've got Jonathan Taylor they've got uh Niam Hines I mean they're gonna try to run the ball and they're gonna try to come out and hit you in the mouth with the Raiders you know I mean um Josh Jacobs didn't play last week and he's very very questionable this week I think he might have got like a um a non-contact practice last week, or not last week, but yesterday. So, I mean, there's no guarantees that he's going to play this week as well. So, um, with that being said, I mean, I like the Colts in this one. Um, I think the Colts are a more complete football team. I'm with you. Uh, again, I, I want to pick the Raiders uh, at home, right? They've been kind of spicy there uh, at the new Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, which is a, just a tremendous facility. Uh, but I, I'm, I think the Colts' defense, I think from top to bottom, they are just a, a more complete team. I think they can run the ball. You mentioned it. We don't have any idea if Josh Jacobs is going to be healthy. We saw that, that that probably had an impact on them this past week against the Jets, right? So and yeah, Darren, it, it, Darren it, Waller yes, yes. had a huge game, right? 200 yards and two touchdowns. So he really kind of showed out. But, you know, there it, it certainly had an impact on their weapon. Weapons, uh, as to what they could do. And so if, if he's not going to be 100% and he's going to have limited touches if he plays at all, I think that's a big swing in the Colts' favor. I think that's the reason why they're favored. Um, give me the Colts. I'm with you. I like the Colts. Let's lay those points on the road. Um, you know, hoping and praying that Phil Rivers doesn't throw a bunch of stupid interceptions. So, uh, But uh, we'll both, we're both on the Colts. So let's go back. NFC, Butter. Let's go Saints and Eagles, right? Got this game on the board, right? Saints, the top team in the NFC right now at 10-2. and two, A couple more wins, and uh, that'll probably be enough to clinch that number one overall seed for them. Uh, 
They're at Philadelphia taking on Jalen Hurts, right? So uh, Alabama in OU zone, right? We'll claim him as a Sooner as well. Uh, Saints favored in this one by seven, six and a half. Uh, total here, 43, 43 and a half, depending upon your book. So Vegas not expecting a ton of points in this one. Two mobile quarterbacks here, right? So we got Taysom Hill, we got Jalen Hurts. What do you expect to happen? And, and can Jalen Hurts kind of change the fortunes of the Eagles this week, bud? Man, I mean, I think I'm, I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. And I think, uh, like we had talked about earlier, uh, if the – if Peterson does what he says he's going to do uh, and lets them run the ball and calls running plays to help Jalen Hurts out, I think that's going to help him, especially being his first start in the NFL. But, um, you know, I mean, Taysom Hill has looked really, really good for the Saints. I mean, um, I mean, they, they, he, he's running the ball. He's throwing the ball really, really good. Uh, I, I think he's probably the quarterback of the future once Drew Brees – uh, gets ready to hang it up and retire. And, uh, you know, I mean, the Eagles, they, to me, they just have so many problems. I mean, whether it be offense, defense, you know, I mean, I think that, that they will actually be more competitive with Jalen Hurts. But, you know, I mean, I just, it being his first start, I mean, I, I like the Saints in this one and, uh, I like the points. I'm with you. It's asking a lot for a rookie quarterback to come in in his first starts against the the best team in the conference, right? So in a team that's been playing really, really well, I think they've won like nine games in a row or eight yes. games in a row, something like that. Um, you know, whether it's Drew Brees, whether it's Taysom Hill. I mean, obviously they got the weapons in Alvin Kamara. Uh, they got Michael Thomas back now, as you mentioned. And, and you got to yeah. think in, in those those nine games that they've that they've won. I mean. They've been without a quarterback. Yeah. They've been without. It's uh, been patchwork, right? They've so, been out yeah. without Michael Thomas. And then, like, uh, there was one game, I think, like, their leading receiver, like, uh, in his career had, like, 33 or 34. The most receptions he had had was 33 or 34. And that was, like, in a three- or four-year career. I mean, they had patched together their wide receiving corps. So, I mean, give it to give it to uh, the Saints, man. I mean, um they can they they obviously can can put together uh, players you know I mean that um, can figure out a way to win and use their um, use their their uh, their assets. Yeah, and again, that's a testament to head coach Sean Payton, right? So they found yes. a way to win. All the wins that they've had during the streak have had a different look, right? They've been able to throw the ball whenever they had to. They've been able to run the ball whenever they had to. They've played uh, consistently good defense throughout, uh, good special teams as well. And so, yeah, they're they're probably the best team in the NFC right now from top to bottom. So I'm with you. I think you got to lay those points. Uh, uh, give me the Saints um, and give me the under. I think the Eagles, again – I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I want good things, but mm-hmm. I think they may struggle to score here. So I think this might have a similar feel to this Saints-Falcons uh, uh, game this past weekend, right? It's 21-16, something like that. I think the Saints do just enough to win. Uh, I think they cover here. Give me 24 to 14, somewhere in that ballpark. But I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those deals. I mean, me and you both are rooting for Jalen Hurts. I mean, help prove us wrong. Hope we're wrong. And we're, we're wrong a lot, Butter. So, yeah, about, about half the time from what I've been able to tell on our bets. So, it's kind of funny how that works out. But uh, 50% of the time, we're wrong every time. So, well, let's go the big game here, Butter. Uh, on Sunday night football on NBC, obviously, we're into that flex part of the season now. Steelers at the Bills has been flexed out. Um, Bills favored in this one by two and a half, three points, depending <coughs> upon your book. Total here, 47, 48 uh, points, again, depending upon which book you get it at. 
Steelers coming off that first loss of the season, butter. And again, kind of maybe mildly surprising that the Bills are favored in this one, right? So I know they're at home, but uh, uh, Steelers are obviously uh, tied for the best record in the league. Your thoughts on this huge AFC matchup here, butter? Steelers at the Bills. Man, I mean, to me, I mean, like you've got two really good quarterbacks. You got Josh Allen, you got Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you know, I mean, I think uh, this this game is just going to be a good football game. I mean, because uh, of the players that are going to be involved. Um, you know, the Steelers are coming off a loss to Washington, but man, I mean, it, it's hard for me to take the Steelers and say, "Hey, they're gonna uh, they're gonna win in this bounce back game." So, I mean, I like the Bills in this one. I mean, the Bills have been playing really, really good football. I like them at home, um, and I think Josh Allen gonna, is going to make the plays, enough plays to win this ball game. I'm with you. I agree 100%. I think the Bills win this game, and I think they probably end up winning it comfortably, to be honest with you, which is, well, might be a little bit surprising, but I think the Bills win this game by 10 to 14 points. I think they've been looking for an opportunity to match up with some of the other better squads uh, in the conference, right? You think about the Steelers, you think about the Chiefs. Um, think about, I mean, now, crazy enough, maybe the Browns fall into that category as well, which we'll talk about them here in a moment. Uh, but Bills need this, right? Because, again, Dolphins are right on their heels, too, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, they're one game behind. Um, I do. I think the Bills show out. I think they play well on, on kind of that big stage on Sunday night. And, again, We've talked about it for the last few weeks, Butter. you got to give the Steelers a lot of credit. They found a way to win to get to 11-0. Absolutely, but we, absolutely. We, we said it for the last few weeks as like, ah, yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't pick them over the Chiefs. I wouldn't pick them over this team, right? So, um, that uh, I, again, football gods have a way of evening some things out. I don't think the Steelers are probably really an 11-1 and team. Uh, I think they probably stumble a couple of times here down the stretch, maybe end up 13-3. and I like the Chiefs to end up getting that, that top seed when it's all said and done, the AFC. Steelers still a good football team. Uh, but I do think they get a couple more losses in them uh, as we go down the stretch here. Uh, give me the Bills. I'm with you. We both like the Bills. See, and and that's one of the things that we haven't really touched about yet. You know, I mean, this year there's only one team getting the first round by. So, I mean, the Steelers and the Chiefs still have – Lots to play for. And I think it's, the Steelers have the tiebreaker right now. I think they have the better division or better conference record. So if it if they both end up 15 and 1, you know, let's say, I think the Steelers would be the team that gets that one seed. Okay. I got you. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm I don't think that that's gonna happen though. So again, I think they, they might lose a couple of times here down the stretch. Uh, especially once they clinch the division and if they're a game behind or something that maybe uh, they they don't uh, show up for week 17 and uh, kind of rest their starters or something. So right, I got you. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I like the Bills. We're on the same page here. Um, and there may be points in this one, right? So it may be fun to watch. So I think yeah. both these quarterbacks are going to throw the ball. You said you like uh, uh, um, uh, Josh Allen to I throw do. the ball around, and so uh, probably fire him up from a fantasy standpoint. But we'll talk about that here in a moment. The big one, Butter, on Monday night, right? So a game that I know that we're excited about. I think uh, uh, talking about the Steelers, I'm sure they'll have an eye on this one as well. So their AFC North counterparts, the Baltimore Ravens, again, coming off a big win over our Cowboys, a big win and score. I don't know that it's a shock that they won the game. Uh, they travel down to take on the red-hot Cleveland Browns. Again, uh, Browns 9-3, and three, Ravens 7-5. and five. They're kind of battling for those wild-card positions right now. Um, Ravens. Favorite in this one, Butter, despite the uh, the hot uh, streak by the Browns here. So Ravens one and a half, two point favorite on the road. Total here forty six and a half, forty seven. So so Vegas not expecting a ton of points in this one. But who you got on Monday night, Bud? Ravens at the Browns. Man, I mean, I think this is going to be a defensive battle. I mean, I like the under in this one. Um, you know, I mean, 
Seems like uh, seems like this year, I mean, teams have been able to contain Lamar Jackson. You know, I mean, um, he's not the same weapon that he was last year, um, and 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 it shows like on their record. Um, you know, I mean, but you got the Browns who are coming in kind of red hot. I mean, they're doing they're doing it without really their number one wide receiver. I mean, um, they've got two solid running backs. They're they can run the football. I mean, and they have a really really good defense. So, I mean, um, I like the Browns in this one. I like the Browns to continue winning. I mean, but um, like I said, I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring um, AFC battle, like where the the, the teams are going to have to run the ball to win. I'm with you. I like the old-school kind of black and blue, right? So this this will have the feel, I think, of a uh, an old-school AFC North uh, matchup here. Uh, but but give me the Ravens, butter again. It's a weird line, right? I don't. I, I don't mean, really. You, you could almost call it a pick 'em. Yeah, I, mean, really. I don't understand why Vegas is kind of leaning this way. Again, I think they feel. I feel as if they're baiting us in to take the Browns at home, and so I'll take the Ravens again, favored on the road. Uh, kind of surprising to me a little bit, given the recent form of both these squads. I think the Ravens have to have it right, so they're they're probably more in desperation mode. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I think best bet might be taking the under on this one. I, I do think that this will be a running affair. You know, three yards in a cloud of dust, probably a lot of punts in this one. Um, and, you know, for Baker Mayfield's, you know, sake, I hope he doesn't make a bunch of mistakes, right? Because it yes. seems like this could be one of those games to where they force him into a couple early turnovers and uh, uh, it kind of gets away from him early. And, again, neither one of these teams – Probably, I mean, most teams don't prefer from, uh, to play from behind butter, but I think both these squads are built to get out to a lead, mm-hmm. play good defense, and then kind of run the ball and kind of uh, shorten the game after that. And so um, if uh, either side kind of sees themselves falling behind by a couple scores early, uh, that could be problematic. And so, But I'll, I'll go with the Ravens. Again, kind of a funny line here. Uh, I think that uh, they'll, they'll find a way to win this game, and, and I do think it'll be close. Close and low score. So, Well, Butter? Let's go ahead to the pick 'em uh, this week, bud. Fantasy picks. It's it's playoff time for a lot of fantasy football leagues, right? So the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks are going to be super important, right? So we find ourselves here week fourteen, right? So 14, 15, 16, uh, often the uh, the championship weeks, uh, so to speak, in uh, fantasy football on the NFL level. And so, you know, from a pod pick 'em standpoint, butter, I may have clinched the championship already. So I, I get you again this past week, bud. So one sixty four, one thirty two. Um, I think I've won what. 10 weeks, and I think you've won three, if I'm not mistaken. So it's kind of been an ass-kicking in the I, NFL. Bro. I cannot seem to get off the schneid. You've got You're kicking my ass in college football, <laughs> to be fair, right? So I want to I want to be balanced, right? So Butter and I, we've got a college uh, uh, fantasy uh, football pod as well. And so he's, he's won more than his fair share on the college front, but I've been getting Butter on the NFL this year. Uh, but let's go. Fantasy picks, again, firing it up. Listeners are going to be looking at it, uh, going to be having to make some tough decisions this past weekend, or this coming weekend, I should say, uh, going into the uh, fantasy playoffs. And so I'm going to start at quarterback, butter. My two QBs give me Aaron Rodgers uh, of the Green Bay Packers, and then I'm going to go with his uh, NFC North counterpart. I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins of the Vikings. Uh, And so we've got Packers at the Lions, Right, Lions, not a very good team on defense. It's going to be in a dome, be a fast track. I think the Packers score a lot of points in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the total in that game is 55, so I think Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of points as well. Uh, and then I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings on the road uh, taking on TB12 and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. And, again, 53 points, so should be a lot of points there as well. Um, and I think Kirk Cousins throws it around to uh, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and that's going to be a fun game to watch there. So, But who you got? Who are your two QBs, Butter? Okay, so 
I'm going to go on the other side of the Vikings-Buccaneers matchup. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the old GOAT, uh, Tom Brady. Um, like I said, I mean, I think this is going to be a really good matchup. I think both quarterbacks yes. will be good in those. Yes, I, I, I think so. I think you're right. And then um, I'm going to go with Josh Allen versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like I said, I'm, I mean, I think that that's going to be a, a good – We've actually got some really good quarterback matchups this week. Yep, I, I was 50-50 between Cousins and Josh Allen. So, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, glad you took him. Again, I, I think the Bills are going to show out, and they're going to play well on Sunday night against the Steelers. So, good pick there. Well, let's go running back, Butter. And, again, I took Derrick Henry last week, and he didn't do a whole lot, right? So, again, the Browns <laughs> jumped out. I think he's worth six points or something like that. And so, you know, they had to play throw the ball to kind of play catch up there. So, he didn't do me so good this past week. Uh, but I'm going to stick with him, right? And, again, this is his time of year. You get into December and January. I think they're going to feed him the ball. Much more favorable matchup this week on the road against the Jags. Again, Jags 1-11. They don't really have anything to play for, right? They're just hoping that the Jets find a way to win a game so they can get back into that conversation uh, for that number one overall pick. So give me Derrick Henry. How would the tiebreaker come down if they both were one and? I don't know. I don't think – I mean, they obviously haven't played each other this year, right? Because the Jags' one win was that first first game of the season against the Colts, I think, yes, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, opening week, and so they haven't won since then. But I think it goes down to, you know, your conference record and then uh, common opponents and then your divisional record. There's 19 different tiebreakers that kind of go through there. It so. could be a dumpster fire if another team wins is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It could, it could get real complicated. So, uh, and again, I think uh, the, all else fails, it ends up being in a coin flip, right? So, so I think I think that, uh, there's been a couple times it's come down to coin flips as well. So, but I, I don't I don't think it's going to come down to a coin flip in the game whenever the Titans uh, take on the Jags. I think Titans win this game comfortably, uh, and Derrick Henry has a big day. And then we talked about it earlier, Butter, right? So Peterson said he's going to feed the running backs and kind of help out to his new quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I'm going to take him at his word, so give me Miles Sanders of the Eagles. Again, I, I think the Eagles, uh, they're, they're not I – don't, I don't expect them to win the game against the Saints this week. That's going to be a tough matchup. But I do think that they're going to find a variety of ways to get the ball in Miles Sanders' hands, screen passes, swing passes, draws, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, and I think Jalen Hurts' athleticism is going to allow them to do some different things and kind of, you know, have some different plays uh, uh, kind of set up. But uh, I like Miles Sanders to get a bunch of touches – given that they're going to the rookie this week and they're probably going to try to limit uh, how many times he throws the ball downfield. And so give me Miles Sanders as my RB2. But who you got? Who are your two RBs, bud? Man, I like Jonathan Taylor uh, of the Colts versus the Raiders, and I like David Montgomery of the Bears. Um, like I said, both of these running backs have kind of come, come on as of late. Um, you know, I mean, Montgomery, I mean, versus the Texans, I mean, the Bears really do not have – a great quarterback. I mean, no matter who they throw out there, whether it be Trubisky, Nick Foles. And so, I mean, um, David Montgomery's kind of been that offensive spark. So, I mean, I think that they're going to feed him the ball. Yeah, and David Montgomery, I mean, he has been one of the few bright spots on that Bears offense yeah. over the last – you talked about that losing streak, right? They started off at 5-1, and 4-1, and one, whatever it was, and now they find themselves at 5-7. and seven. Um, he, He's – He's continued to get all the touches, right? He just they didn't score a lot of touchdowns. You know, that's in that that's yeah. just a Bears problem. That's not a David Montgomery problem. I think that's a Bears problem, well, right? And I think Montgomery, I mean, he missed the first three or four games. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like like I said, I mean, like he's came on up late. So Absolutely. So uh, I I like those picks. So let's go wide receiver butter. Uh, and you and I were on the same page here. We both like Devontae Adams yeah, and the Packers, do. right? So Man, again, like, we if if he plays, I mean yeah, and he's yeah. got a favorable matchup. 
I mean, me and you is probably going to take him every week if we yeah, can. Yeah, I think 100-plus yards, probably five or six receptions and a touchdown is probably the absolute minimum that he's going to get uh, against the uh, the Lions, especially in the Dome right on the fast track. So we both like him. And then I I alluded to it earlier, I like Kirk Cousins and the Vikings to, to throw the ball around, score a lot of points down there uh, against the Bucks. It wouldn't um, – Bucks probably win the game, but I do think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. So I, him and Hall went back and forth – I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, right? I had it between him and Adam Thielen, right? It's kind of like the thing with Seahawks, right? We don't yeah. know whether we're going to take uh, Lockett or DK, or DK Metcalf, Metcalf on yeah. any given week. So which one of those guys is going to show out? I'll go with Jefferson this week as my pick. Uh, so, again, give me uh, Devontae Adams of the Packers, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. You like Devontae Adams as well, but who's your other wide receiver, Butter? Man, I mean, I, I, like, um, I like T. Higgins of the Bengals, man. I mean, just because – I know that our Cowboys can't cover anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's damn sure. So we've we've watched it for what twelve weeks now to know that that Cowboys defense is not very good. So again, they they got gashed uh, on the run this past uh, Tuesday night against the Ravens, just because that's kind of their uh, uh, attack plan, so to speak, with uh, uh, those good running backs, uh, J.K. Dobbins, and then obviously Lamar Jackson. But uh, I'm with you. Uh, probably will get gashed through the that, air this week. That, <laughs> so. Well, that one run that Lamar Jackson had, I mean. There was enough room to drive probably three semi-trucks through that hole. And, I mean, there was nobody there. Like, no safeties, no linebackers. Uh, I think Vander Esch bit uh, on the running back coming out of the backfield. I mean, he was nowhere in sight. So, I mean, it was just a – Cowboys are just terrible, man. I mean, yeah. we can go ahead and just say it. Yeah, I think there's going to be some changes in the offseason there from a coordinator standpoint. So, again, Mike Nolan, bless his heart, that they've just – I don't know they've been injured, had a lot of injuries and stuff, but they're they're not very good. So, uh, tight end, Butter, I'm going to go with uh, – I've been going with Travis Kelsey the last couple of weeks, and, again, he's, it's a tough guy to not pick uh, given that how uh, high-powered that Chiefs offense is. But I'm going to go with Hunter Henry of the Chargers. I'm going to switch it up this week. In Chargers, uh, they got a good matchup uh, this this week with. Uh, I'm trying to think who who did they they were hosting. I'm looking for them on the screen. Yeah, Falcons. Uh, golly, butter. I'm sorry. Hosting the Falcons, right? Falcons don't play any defense, so so not not a big expectation that uh, they're going to put up a whole lot of uh, resistance there. And Herbert, you know, the, the Chargers are not very good, right? Their winning record uh, or win loss record three and nine. So, but uh, Herbert's actually been a pretty good player as a rookie. Puts up a lot of good yards, a lot of good stats, and so I'll go with Hunter Henry as my pick this week uh, at tight end. But uh, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with Darren Waller uh, of the Raiders. Like I said, you know, I mean, who knows if Josh Josh Jacobs is going to play? You know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, a couple weeks ago he sprained his ankle, and you know, I mean, they came out it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it really didn't look that bad, but I mean, obviously it's given him some problems because he missed last week and. Um, he did practice yesterday, but, I mean, I think it was just not any contact. So, um, I mean, who knows if he plays. I mean, if he does not play, I mean, I think Darren Waller is going to provide a spark. So Yeah, and he had a great game last week, right? Again, 200 yards, two touchdowns that the Jets did not have an answer for him. So, well, I'm going to stay in that Chargers-Falcons game uh, this week, Butter, for my flex position. Give me Calvin Ridley, a uh, receiver for the Falcons, right? I think, I think Julio Jones Julio is Julio Jones is not playing, yeah, yeah. He's out, so you would expect Ridley to kind of step up and take that wide receiver one uh, position for the Falcons. He's been good from a fantasy standpoint uh, for most of the season whenever he's played, right? So they've kind of had some injuries, and he's had a couple of games where he didn't show up. But whenever he's been there, uh, he's usually uh, had uh, uh, quite a few catches and uh, a bunch of yards as well. And so, again, I think there will be a lot of points scored 
in that Falcons-Chargers game. Again, they're there at the SoFi Stadium, fast track uh, in the dome, uh, or, or I don't know, a retractable roof, whatever it has there. But uh, give me Calvin Ridley as my flex. But uh, who you got to your flex position, Butter? Man, um, I like Tyreek Hill. I mean, I, I know like his matchup is not the best matchup. I mean, he's got the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins actually do play some defense. But um, I also think that Tyreek Hill is one of those players, you know, I mean, if he doesn't have a monstrous game, I mean, he's really good for at least one long touchdown. So, I mean, I think he's a great flex player this week. Yeah, and again, they just find a variety of ways to get the ball in his hands too, right? So, reverses, uh, screen passes, you know, just throwing it deep downfield. He, he just you know can just run a fly route and get behind everybody. So, I'm with you. Probably a pretty good pick there uh, with Tyreek Hill. So, Kickers, butter. Again, we love kickers around here. Kickers are people, too. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Ryan Suckup, uh, former South Carolina guy, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, when he played yeah. a college ball. But, uh, again, I like the Bucks and Vikings to have a lot of points in that game. And so I'm going to go with Ryan Suckup as my kicker. Uh, you're going with a, uh, a, a, a familiar face here, right? Going with old goggles, right? I'm going to go with goggles, man, just because, man, I like to watch him kick. I don't know if it's his kicking style or if it's just – how he is with the goggles, you know. <laughs> it's a handsome devil back there, a kicker for the Colts, right? So again, and they're they're in the dome, right, uh, out in Vegas this week. So it should be a, a good environment for kickers. Again, they love kicking inside uh, the dome, seventy two degrees and no wind. So yeah, probably a pretty good pick there. So, well, on defense, butter, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna follow your uh, old uh, yeah, no, <laughs> old, old uh, strategy there. I'm going to take the defense that's playing the New York Jets. And so give me the Seattle Seahawks. Again, kind of an embarrassing loss against the other New York team this past week, 17-12. to 12. Even then, the Seahawks got a safety, right? So I think they got quite a few points for that. But uh, yeah. I don't see the Jets putting up a whole lot of points. I think Seattle's going to be pissed. Uh, I think Seattle wins this game. Again, they're a 13-and-a-half, 14-point favorite. Uh, so Vegas thinks that they're a big favorite as well. I think the Seahawks thumped the Jets. I think they are done. Um, and uh, I don't see that Seahawks defense giving up a ton of points to that bad, bad Jets team. So give me the Seahawks as my defense. But your your bold choice here for your defense, Butter. So. Well, so, I mean, I, I thought about going with the Seahawks, and I, I, I tossed it around, but – I have got to figure out a way to get off the schneid and win a damn game. So um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Like I said, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns versus the Ravens. Wow, okay. So Browns on Monday night. So if nothing else, you'll get the last word, right? So Monday yeah. night football. So we'll have to wait and see what that Browns defense does on Monday night. So, uh, But, again, I think it will be a low-scoring affair, right? So I, I, I'm going to make it come down to the wire. I like it. I like it. So so I'll be sure to give you a full report Monday morning after we tabulate the scores to see uh, what we've got left uh, between the Browns defense uh, and the Ravens offense on Sun, or on Monday night. Uh, but, well, well, Butter, again, we're up against the hour mark here. We're, we're sitting here watching Barrett beat up on Clayton on NCAA football. So I kind of want to get a piece of this action here uh, on the old school PlayStation, bud. So why don't we wrap it up here? But for our listeners out there, Butter, again, looking, it's it's playoff week, right? So fantasy football, guys and gals are going to be out there looking for advice. Should I start, start them? Should I set them? You know, what about this matchup? What are your thoughts? How can our listeners get at you on Twitter, bud? Okay, I'm on Twitter at uh, Jeremy underscore Van Curen or a.k.a. the Fantasy Fessional, and that is J-E-R-E-M-Y underscore V-A-N 
C-U-R-E-N. Absolutely. So get out there, tweet at Butter, ask him your fantasy football questions. You've got the fantasy professional himself here willing to answer those questions. Again, professional, but without the pro, right? Without so the pro. We're not even going to charge for it, Butter. So just good professional advice. So, well, brother, <laughs> I appreciate you being in studio with me here on a Friday afternoon, getting have, having a good time with it, uh, kind of loading up on all the pods here on the Sports Pros Network. We got all the guys here in the studio having a good time, drinking a couple beers, playing some old school PlayStation, and, uh, Uh, just enjoying a nice Friday afternoon here in Oklahoma City. And while this will wrap it up for this episode, gang, remember the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going and to also keep up with everything we're doing over at the Sports Pros Network, check us out at fantasysportspros.com or on Twitter at sports underscore pros. And remember, remember, that's pros with an E, P-R-O-S-E. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody.